Ashe, welcome, beloved, to another episode of the A Wave Goddess podcast hosted by me, Indy. And before we get into today's episode, which is basically part two of the Bodywork series, I do want to start us off with a solid affirmation to ground us into this moment, to center us into the present, and to kind of set the tone for this conversation. So earlier on today, uh, I woke up pretty early and it was 5 a.m. and I caught 555 on my uh, watch, on my clock. And five, as we, some of us know, let me not make that a general knowledge thing for everyone. As some of us know, five is um, a symbol of change, of transition. And it's a full moon currently. I don't know when you will be listening to this episode later on in the coming months days whatever but right now as i am recording this episode it is a full moon and full moons are always a period of transition where we need to welcome in the energy of change into ourselves into our lives into our realities so everything kind of clicked everything related everything you know was just um synchronized in that moment so The affirmation that I have for today is that I am a work in progress. I am nowhere near completion. And for this reason, I freely welcome any changes that God, the creator, wishes to make to my mold, releasing all resistance and attachment, mourning myself when necessary, but adapting regardless, right? So... That is an affirmation that I would really like to extend to all of you that are listening in this moment, that you do not have to be a a finished product, that you're still a work in progress. And doing the body work is also how you can co-create, how you can be be in cooperation with your guides, with your ancestors, with God, through this whole process of you becoming who you're meant to be. So... I really hope that you take a minute, a second to really internalize that affirmation. Right, now, (laughs) let us get into today's episode, which is, as I said, part two. Um, If you haven't listened to part one yet, I highly recommend that you do um, take those 15 minutes. I think it's even less than 15 minutes to really get the basis, the foundation, the introduction to what body work is, how it relates to... Um, ancestral trauma, how it relates to your chakras, how it relates to your healing journey, your ascension, your spiritual growth, and etc. Because in this episode, we're going to be talking about the different techniques and practices that are effective for bodywork, basically how to do it. And it's important that I clarify that the following practices aren't meant to be substitutes for getting assistance from a medical or mental health practitioner there are forms of therapy that address trauma stored in the body and body memories such as um, dbt talk therapy emdr cbt t therapy and se therapy which is somatic experiencing therapy right 
So it can be to your best interest to find a therapist that specializes in these forms of therapy if the following practices seem to woo-woo or out there um, for you. So as I mentioned, chakras are key gateways when doing body work. But it's important to start with an understanding of the emotion or energy that you want to release so that you have an idea of where it's stored in your body. For example, root chakra blockages caused by a sense of unbelonging or homelessness in the world can manifest as lower back pain or tension in the back muscles. So for this reason, dancing as an action involves moving your feet and connecting to the ground um, to a specific rhythm both things stimulating a release of energy in the root chakra the physical motion also draws you into your body helping you feel more at home within yourself if you're or if you've experienced situations in your life that have robbed you of your voice prevented you from expressing your feelings or have shamed you for your ideas there will oftentimes be an issue within your throat chakra as well so singing humming or chanting are thus effective forms of body work that will help your vessel release stored emotions and energy singing in general has immense healing power because the throat chakra is the channel for all the other energy points energetic points within your body to express themselves through once you have the right melody the right words the right pitch that connects to what you're feeling you'll be able to transmute it through sound it's part of the reason why our indigenous healing practices incorporated so much music another reason why um, using your vocal cords as a form of body work is effective is because it stimulates your vagus nerve and i will be touching on the vagus nerve a bit more as we get into this episode right um, next up our next practice is acupuncture and massage therapy and these practices help address dissociation and numbing since they target the parasympathetic nervous system so the parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system is responsible for the body's rested relaxed and feeding state there are people that cry while getting massages because as soon as the body is relaxed there is a movement of energy that was previously suppressed acupuncture can bring stored emotions to the surface without you having to relive stressful experiences in order to pinpoint where they sit in your body. Both of these techniques also assist with emotional regulation. Yoga is another viable option when it comes to body work since it incorporates the movement of our bodies and breath work. It's an exercise that also stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system and thus promotes us being present in our bodies feeling where there is inflexibility, tension or resistance. Any form of physical exercise is great for body work, especially if you're someone with pent-up frustration or anger. As mentioned before, emotions can get trapped in our autonomic nervous system when our muscles are restricted from movements during flight or fight responses. So 
doing exercises that require more aggressive movements such as boxing, kickboxing or karate can help release stored energy inside of your body. A change in environment is also a form of body work because our bodies not only respond to physical stimulus but energetic and emotional stimulus as well. When you're in a space that constantly stimulates your sympathetic nervous system, it will be very difficult for you to achieve the emotional release that comes from working with your parasympathetic nervous system. There are people who've experienced their acne fading away or their bodies losing weight after leaving a, a toxic environment because their bodies responded to their surroundings. Getting yourself to be in nature, to be in silence or around people that don't require you to have your guard up in order to feel safe is body work. And this leads into my next point, the importance of community when trying to heal the body. Trauma can be so isolating, right? It can almost become secondhand nature to process emotions on our own when we're not used to having support through challenging times. This stores energy in our root chakras as well as our heart chakras, which can physically manifest as these back pains and respiratory issues. By introducing a support system, the parts of our body's programming that's used to being emotionally closed off from others can learn new pathways of relating to and working through emotional distress. The deeper our connections are with others, the freer we become to share what's weighing us down and the lighter our bodies will be. It's not uncommon for traumatic experiences to result in us feeling rigidly stuck in our pasts as well. Signs of this can be seen through having nightmares or having flashbacks, but on a bodily level, this can also be observed through certain smells triggering a memory recollection or a certain song resurfacing forgotten emotions and sending goosebumps down your spine. Our sensory nervous system, right? Our sensory system is an extension of our nervous system. And it's for this reason that we can use certain stimuli to get energy that's stored in our bodies moving. Herein comes the therapeutic magic of sound therapy, aromatherapy, and color therapy. And remember, we spoke about how the information that our body stores goes further back than our personal experiences. This is why again in our indigenous healing or spiritual practices, certain sounds through drum and different color symbologies through beads or cloths are used to stimulate bodily reactions due to the connections that these colors or sounds have with our DNA and thus our ancestors. There are scents such as lavender, sage, uh, frankincense, lemon, and eucalyptus that are very effective in promoting physical healing. So what you can do, for example, is get yourself an essential oil like lavender essential oil and add that to your bathtub water every now and then to help your body decompress. 
or for example if your working environment requires you to be around um, stressful situations on a daily basis you can have this essential oil or you can have a perfume or uh, a plant itself somewhere in your working space that can naturally and easily get yourself into a more parasympathetic nervous system state regardless of the stress that's surrounding you another practical tip in teaching your body that there is a distinction between where you were and where you are right now is to do the opposite of what you'd normally do it's the seemingly meaningless changes in our habits that allow our bodies to reprogram themselves and align with the new reality because most times our habits are a byproduct of the memories stored in our bodies for example a person might have the habit of skipping breakfast right and this might be an unconscious thing for them to do because early life experiences where there wasn't enough food around taught their bodies how to function on an empty stomach so in order for this person to tell their body that they're no longer in a position of lack anymore eating first thing in the morning is an effective way of doing body work for them so Do you see what I meant by bodywork being a very unique experience for everybody? And while we're on the topic of eating, fasting and having consistent detoxes are ways of doing bodywork. And of course, detoxes extend into mental detoxes, spiritual detoxes and emotional detoxes. Mental detoxes can occur through journaling emotional detoxes through crying and spiritual detoxes through meditation breathing meditations are also excellent ways of doing body work by learning how to manipulate the breath we learn how to work with the autonomic nervous system when we're under stress it's this nervous system that kicks into gear increasing our heart rate and breathing pace Once the need for increased cortisol, oxygen and glucose has passed, the parasympathetic nervous system takes over to bring the whole body back into its relaxed or rested state. However, the system doesn't always work as it's designed to for those who are constantly having to balance multiple stresses. They walk around with the autonomic nervous system a little bit active all of the time and that doesn't put their bodies in the optimal state for restoration. So just as speeding up your breathing pace makes you feel more anxious and alert, slowing it down can make you feel calmer and more focused on the present moment. And the more that you practice different breathing techniques, the more bodily self-healing benefits benefits um, build up over time. So while we're on the topic of breathing, I do want to um, expand a bit on the vagus nerve, which in my opinion is one of the most important nerves in our bodies it extends from our brain stems down into the muscles of our faces our inner ear our heart lungs our stomach and intestines 
and this nerve plays a huge role when it comes to our regulation our stress or trauma responses and informing our brain of what's going on with our hearts our lungs and our digestive system particularly right so when we experience a threat whether it's real or it's perceived we change how we breathe here we can get a clear picture by imagining the ways in which animals respond to predators. In some cases, an animal will breathe rapidly into its upper chest, which is a sympathetic nervous system response, and that helps them flee from or fight in a threatening situation. In other cases, an animal will freeze, which involves breathing in a shallow way or holding the breath in order to avoid being sensed by a predator. This freeze reaction leads the animal to stand very still, which is an immobilization response to a threat. In some cases, animals will even faint so that a predator who is not a scavenger might lose interest in a dead animal. So both the freeze and the faint responses are facilitated by an older pathway of the vagus nerve and it's part of the parasympathetic nervous system that I've been talking about so much, right? Most importantly, once we're safe or once the animal is safe, it will release the stress response through shaking as I mentioned in the first episode and breathing in a way that restores homeostasis. However, we humans will often stay in both high activation, which is the fight or flight response, or low activation, which is the freeze and fate um, response for an extended period of time. And it's often due to the fact that we do not have sufficient opportunities to process stressful or traumatic events. And this can lead to physical tension and restricted breathing patterns that form the basis of our posture our movement patterns and our overall sense of self so tapping into your breath is tapping into your vagus nerve which is then teaching your body a different way of being another way of helping your vagus nerve sort of reset itself is by taking cold bath or cold showers uh, first thing in the morning so why this is effective is basically when you're exposing your body to acute cold conditions while your body is busy adjusting to the cold the sympathetic nervous system activity declines and then your parasympathetic nervous system activity begins to increase and again if you want your body to be in a state of healing you really want to kickstart that parasympathetic nervous system state I do also want to give a book recommendation when it comes to the vagus nerve um, because it does list a lot of different exercises that can be done on a daily basis when it comes to trying to stimulate this nerve and the name of the book is Accessing the Healing Power of the Vagus Nerve Self-Help by Stanley Rosenberg it's a very thorough book that even goes into vagus nerve exercises that can help with anxiety depression uh, trauma and even autism yeah even autism so if you're interested in diving into this this field of knowledge get yourself that book 
moving on right another uh, practical way of doing body work involves a topic that gets a lot of people excited which is sex sex right and it's very important that we we learn how to utilize our sexual energy in a way that is beneficial to our healing journeys and doesn't counter it so so a sexual energy is creative energy which is kundalini energy which is in itself healing energy i said a lot of words there but they're all interconnected and it's important for you to know that your sexual energy being your kundalini energy that is at the base of your spine is a healing force as mentioned in the bible as a cleansing fire so if you know how to kind of command this energy into being able to target certain areas in your chakras in your body in cleansing them out you can use sex either with a partner or by yourself through masturbation to be a self-healing practice and that's what the basis of tantra um, is tantra is treating sex as a meditation tantra is being intentional with your sexual energy tantra is not approaching sex for the orgasm tantra is being aware of your breathing in sex tantra is allowing yourself to be intimate with yourself and with your your partner or other partners involved right in a way that allows you to be vulnerable and open to all the different emotions and sensations that arise in the middle of the act tantra is being aware of the merging of your energy and someone else's energy in the middle of sex and being aware of the fact that those energetic combinations increases the amount of creative energy that's present in the moment and that creative energy has to amount to something and it's that creative energy that you're going to focus your intentions on so basically what you can do is in even before sex starts with your partner you just tell them i would like to dedicate or have um sex with you with the purpose of it helping me release the shame or rejection or abandonment or brokenness or guilt that i have stored up inside of me i want to be able to release that in this encounter with you right so it's all about setting the proper foundation for the encounter before you even get into anything so that you and your partner are on the same wavelength because sometimes we cannot heal on our own sometimes we heal through other people sometimes we even heal other people not being aware of it by engaging in sex with them you know (laughs) i digress but you'll have sex with someone and afterwards you feel terrible you feel sad you feel gloomy and that tells you that you've actually taken something from that person's body or energetic field or auric field and now that that has kind of imprinted or transferred onto you so why not use sex as a way to transmute rather than to transfer and having yourself and your partner being on the same page on what the intention is just amplifies what it is that you get you get out of the encounter itself and finally the last 
bodywork technique that I have to share is EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. EFT works with the body's energetic meridians, right? And these are the same points that are worked on or with during acupuncture. But instead of now pinning uh, or sticking pins rather into your body, you tap on these points with your fingers. And EFT is found to be an evidence-based practice for anxiety, depression, phobias, and PTSD. And what I love about it is that it's easy, it's expansive, it can be self-practiced, and it can be performed anywhere. And there are a lot of different um, exercises that can be found on YouTube around EFT, quick EFT um quick EFT tapping techniques or exercises that can be done in a moment of stress or done in a moment of feeling triggered or done in a moment of feeling anxious so you can definitely find a lot of material on this topic on YouTube if you want to expand on this further so in conclusion remember that Bodywork is a practice that takes time to perfect. So be patient with yourself in, and, and in seeing results. Just be patient. It took a long time for your body to harbor all that it does. So it will take time for your body to release everything, to readjust and to relearn. The greatest evidence of progress with our bodywork will be seen through our offspring and their quality of life. And even if you don't have children of your own, your body work will impact those around you. Because when your body shifts, your aura shifts. And when your aura shifts, the energy that people engage with around you changes. And when this happens, your flame starts a chain reaction, inspiring those around you to either show up differently or to reflect on their states of being. So either way, the work will always, always speak for itself. And before I end off this episode, I do want to say that there will be a part three to this series. And for part three, I will have a special guest, someone that I believe will be able to add um, invaluable insight to this conversation not invaluable valuable (laughs) valuable insights to this conversation um and that's gonna be coming up in a few weeks i'm gonna let you guys just digest and take this episode in before we get into part three so as always if you have any questions if you have any additions Um, Or if you just want to get into contact with me, you can definitely reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at a wave goddess. On Instagram, I'm also at a wave goddess. I would love, love to hear from you guys. And honestly, thank you for the amount of support that this podcast has been getting for all the engagement, for all the nudges to keep on releasing new episodes for all the reminders i really appreciate all of you guys thank you for listening to this this episode itself i hope that you got what you needed ashe and blessed be